3 a.m. Again, why did I ever think this was a good idea? Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. Join our group of Run Disney friends as we talk about running at Walt Disney World and beyond. We'll discuss recent runs, training, upcoming races, and surprise topics suggested by you, our listeners. Well, the alarm's gone off, so let's go. Uh, hey, uh, Greg, we, we got, I think we need to redo that intro, man. You know, that's 3 a.m., it made sense when we started. Started, but geez, if you if you set your alarm for three a.m., you're going to miss the daggum buses. I know, I know. It, well, well, we didn't have an event guides when when they came up with that. So, hey, hey, wait. Why is the record button flashing? Did who, Lexi? Did you press the record button? What? The, <laughs> welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast episode. Where are we, gang? Twenty three, I think. Golly. It's great. This is a highlight of the week for us. So excited to have everyone here. we got a bunch of new folks here too. I think we'll get back to that in just a second, but let's do our introductions. I'm Bob in a uh, thunderstorm struck Florida right now. I'm stuck inside because we got some bad weather rolling through. And this week we are so happy that Alicia is back with us. Yay. Hello. Good to be back. Yeah. We're glad you're here. Uh, uh, Greg is with us. Happy March Madness, everybody. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's technically that starts tonight. Well, not when you're listening. I mean, when, never mind. Lexi's with us. Hello. John's with us. How you doing? Our friend Jack is not here tonight, but do not despair. We have a special guest and I like this. I'm excited. I'll, I'll get to you in a second, Pam. Hold on. Just calm down. Okay. Uh, when, when we started this, this was something I wanted to do. I wanted to rotate some of our friends through here. And what a great friend we have in Pam, who you may know as Miss Fluffy Fizzies. Pam, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, man. It's exciting. It's fun. We hope you have fun with us. Hey, why don't you take just a minute or so? And tell the listeners your background and running, and we'll get it. We will give you plenty of time for fluffy fizzies later. Uh, but uh, why don't you tell us how you got started running and, and your Disney running career? Yeah, so uh, I started with Run Disney as a runner back uh, marathon weekend 2016. That was my first race, and my first race was actually a half marathon only because I didn't know that Run Disney sells out, and I planned on doing a 10k as my first run. And uh, we had no idea. I said, what do we do? So we said, well, yeah. let's try for the half marathon. What the heck? So we did that. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, except for one weekend when I had an injury, I have run every Run Disney weekend ever since January wow. 2016. Yes. Any uh, idea how many total races? I don't know because, uh, let's see, I started with Dopey in 2018. And so there's a lot of challenges. Yeah. In there. Yeah. Um, and then I did, we were still doing coast to coast at that point. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah. So I, uh, I flew out to California for one of them. And, uh -huh. um, uh -huh. yeah. so, and I, I did the first two virtual series. So I've been doing run Disney for quite a while. And then lo and behold, um, the run Disney bug was too strong. And I started the uh, company Fluffy Fizzies, which you've done a great job saying the name over and over. It is a tongue twister oh, for those fun. people. It's fun. <laughs> um, I started doing uh, 
doing that back in 2018. It was actually my first Adobe that I was running and I didn't have a booth yet, but I delivered to everybody's hotel rooms that pre-ordered online. And that's how Fluffy, Fluffy Fizzies got started with Run Disney. That's great. Well, we're going to get back to that. I promise. But in the meantime, we just want you to be one of the gang and we're glad you're here. It's going to be fun. Hey guys, we had a big week last week. Uh, first of all, thank you to Misty. We know she had something to do with it, but, uh, we don't, I don't know. Numbers are really tough for us to tell in the podcast. We don't know what's great numbers, what's poor numbers. All we know is we had a gangbuster week for us last week. In, in totals of downloads and it seems to be continuing. So if you're sharing this, if it's going word of mouth, thank you. Um, yes, thank you. Yeah. I took, uh, I took a look, I was talking with Greg earlier. I took a look at, uh, cities where we've had our downloads from. We have now reached, uh, Apple podcasts only track six continents. I don't know if nobody downloads from Antarctica or not, but we've hit all six continents and we've decided our favorite place where we, it looks like we have a subscriber is the North Pole. Now, not the geographic North Pole, not the magnetic North Pole, the city in Alaska. There's a very small city in Alaska. It's Santa. just, it's what? It's Santa. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Most likely it's a guy in the air force or possibly in the army because, uh, there's an air base up there in Fairbanks. Oh, and there's a, there's a army base up there too. Fort, uh, Wainwright is in Alaska and it's been so long. I think it's Ielson air force base. Although it's been so long since I've been there, it's probably a joint base. Now I'd have to look it up or perhaps our listener from North pole will let us know. It's a neat little place. I was there in golly, 1976. And, uh, I'm sure I wouldn't recognize it now, but the neat thing to do was to take your Christmas cards and drop them off at the North pole post office. And they would hand stamp each one from the North pole. And it was, <laughs> it was great. I was 22, 23 years old. A buddy of mine wrote back, Bob, I've been writing to the North pole for 20 years. And finally somebody wrote back. So thank you to all listeners. We wanted this. We're singling out North Pole because that's unique. Also, big shout out to all of our download listeners in Wayne, Michigan. We had a tremendous amount of downloads there. So I don't know if there's some secret Rise and Run podcast fan club out there or something like that. But we had so many downloads from Wayne, Michigan. So for those of you that are listening out there, thanks so much. Oh, yeah. We love you all. Believe me, it's a, it's a wonderful, it's a big deal. Um, and then the Facebook group is, is growing a little bit too. So we like that. Our Facebook group, Rise and Run Podcast Facebook group. And you can talk to us through there or through Instagram. So welcome new listeners. We're glad you're here. Um, hey, John, how about, did we get new reviews this week? Yes, we did. We got a couple of reviews. We got one from Joe Pat. Hello, I enjoy listening to the podcast. Everybody brings their personality and shares great tips. It has inspired me to be more active, and I've signed up for the virtual springtime surprise races 5 and 10K because of you guys. Outstanding. Thanks, thanks and keep it coming. Outstanding. That's Thank awesome. you. Yeah. Now, th this one, Bob, you, yeah. you know, this is interesting. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about this. I haven't, I haven't looked, honest to God. Ripley, 132. 
I've only found you all a few weeks ago, and you've been listening every morning to get caught up. I only wish your show was a daily occurrence. I love listening to you. Listening yes. to you. Keep up to the fun. <laughs> yes. I, I wish we had the material. I tell you, I'd do it now. The rest of you guys have lives, I think. So it, it might be uh, kind of tough. If, if we're going to become a daily podcast, <laughs> I need a raise. That's, that's all I'm going to say. We'll double yeah. your salary, Greg. Okay, thank you. And, no and then, also, then also, Bob, last week, mom of two girls reached out so on Instagram and thanked us again for uh, mentioning her on the podcast. Oh, that's great. Most of us are heading down to springtime surprise. Uh, Alexi is, Alicia is, John is, and Pam is, as am I. So we hope to see a bunch of you there. I'll mention this again. We do have a meet and greet scheduled on Friday afternoon at 2 p.m. I know we bounced back and forth a little bit about that, but we think 2 p.m. is better. 2 p.m. Friday, Dockside Margaritas, Alicia's buying. I cannot afford that, but I will be there. Hey, springtime surprise is, golly, by the time that this releases, it will be two weeks away. So we're getting real close. And as I like to remain cognizant of, those of us here have done these events quite often, and many of our listeners are run Disney pros. There's always somebody out there who's doing it for the first time. And Golly, I remember my excitement. Pam was just saying her first run Disney run was 2016 Marathon. Uh, mine was 2016 Wine and Dine. I think Greg's was too. I remember the excitement, and I don't want to let I don't want to let that feeling fade or or take anything away from anybody. Well, you know, guys, it's kind of a first time for all of us because it's a new race weekend and. <laughs> A new style of event guide that just dropped today. Yeah, it did. So what do y'all think? Yeah, Lexi, I don't know how I feel about it. You know, we were just talking a little bit offline before we started recording, and it almost kind of reminds me of, like, if you were going to, like, some big expo or conference or something like that, you know, for work or, I don't know, like, like D23 yeah, or something, or something like that. Yeah, convention. Yeah. Exactly. There's the word. Yeah, yeah. So I like how it's organized, but conversely, though, I feel like there would also be a simpler way of doing it. But yeah. maybe this is something they're trying to pilot, and if it works out, great. If not, we'll see. Maybe they change it for wine and dine. <laughs> you know, typical Disney. What will happen, typical Disney, is they'll change it again in a couple of years or maybe a year or two, and we'll go, man, I like the old one better. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't we do that all the time? You can kind of compare it to Disney Cruise Line a little bit. For years, yeah. people loved the paper navigators that they could just stick in their pocket. And then when they got rid of the paper and moved over to everything on your phone, there was like a revolt. So, yeah, like, it's 100% yeah. on your phone yeah. now. Yeah. Yep. Heaven forbid you don't have a phone. But uh, hey, look, the guide's out. Um, anything intriguing, Lexi? No, not at all. <laughs> well it'll be a short episode that's good no, the end um no i think i mean it has the schedule i thought it was fairly e easy to navigate um if you're looking for the event guide and you can't, haven't seen it shared on any of the social medias or anything if you go to the run disney website on the springtime surprise event section and go to runner info there's a link there that says official event. I got an email with the link. 
So I imagine most of our listeners did too. Yeah, I got an email too. I mean, I think the main question on everybody's mind was what is happening with this um, scavenger hunt thing Mm -hmm. that they Mm -hmm. are saying that we're going to do. So let's start at the beginning. The springtime surprise yoga is the same as what happened at Princess, it looks like. It check-in is at 4 a.m. at the Ticket and Transportation Center. There is limited transportation available to all of the participants from the Walt Disney World Resorts. Each of the different resorts has a different pickup time. You can look at it on the event guide or you can ask your front desk about when the bus is going to be there. You have to check in before 5 a.m. Monorails and walking paths to Magic Kingdom will not be available. Front front desk is always a good resource. Yes. For the yoga, for the runs, it's always a good resource. But basically, uh, the... uh... Buses are starting at 3.30 for the yoga at all the resorts, but they go a little later on for some destinations. Yes. Um, the expo is open at 10 a.m. on Thursday, and it's important to note, if you're doing the 5K or the challenge, you have to go to right. the expo on Thursday. It is an absolute must because you have to get your bib because the 5K is Thursday night. Um, so the expo opens at 10 bus transportation to the expo starts at 9.30. Okie dokie. As far as the transportation to the 5K, buses start at 8.30 p.m. p.m. Because the 5K is night race. Or you can do self-parking at Animal Kingdom. There is no monorail. There is no Skyliner. You need to make sure for the 5K. You have to be... At the Animal Kingdom parking lot, no later than 9.15. Um, so plan accordingly. Make sure you're in your costumes. Um, it's also important to note there is no runner tracking for the 5K. It's for the 10K and 10-miler, but not for the 5K. Then we move into the actual race. First of all, I believe the starting reunion area's finish area looks smaller than most of the 5k ones in my opinion as far as like what area they have blocked off so i don't know if that has anything to do with the size of the race they don't announce that but it was interesting to note yeah it's hard to tell from that map but it looked tiny i agree so one of the things that i thought was interesting whenever you go in the event guide to the scavenger hunt information it says Six clues will open as you go forth on your 5K trek. You're encouraged to open and solve them after you finish the 5K course. Okay. So I just, I thought that was interesting because whenever you're saying scavenger hunt and 5K, you assume they're going to be together. But later on in the instructions on how to play, it says some clues will only open as you visit locations on the map because they're GPS enabled. So... I think it's probably do what you feel safe doing. There are six clues. You do have to have your smartphone on you um, whenever you do this. It can be an Apple or Android. And you need to download the app called Mobile Adventures by Wild Goose. The logo is green, I believe. Um, Or like a lime green color. Whenever you download it, it won't let you go directly into see 
like what's going on with the 5k. Whenever you get your bib at the expo, you're going to be given a QR code and that's what you scan to access the scavenger hunt information. Um, there'll be a couple of prompts after you get into the app about allowing pop-ups and allowing your camera microphone and you like enter your name to start a profile. Your goal is to complete all of the challenges that are listed under the tasks dropdown. Some will be available immediately. Some will be GPS enabled. And apparently there's pre-race tasks too. Once you get into the app, there's those three little bars and the game info has tips and tricks that you can also look at from the drop-down menu. So not a lot of information, <laughs> but I I think, I mean, I'm excited about it. I don't know what you guys think. I think it'll be fun. I really do. I think there'll be bugs, but... Uh, As with all I, run Disney yeah. IT. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I think it'll be fun. I'm sorry I didn't get into it. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Um, my only advice from what I was reading is maybe bring a part portable charger with you just in case. Yeah. If you, I would just make sure my phone was charged. I mean, a 5k, yeah. even if you crawl the daggum thing, you're talking 90 minutes. Um, your phone's going to stay charged for then. Well, so. uh, the only thing I could say, you're running an app that's running GPS. And if you are using like map my run or run keeper or Strava on your phone, that's another app running at the same time. So that can chew that battery down quick. And we know the My Disney Experience app totally drains your battery. Well, I reckon, guys, uh, and I, I would agree. John, we were talking about the, this before. If you have an older phone, that may be a consideration. But, uh, okay. Hey, yeah. you, know, you, you know your phone. You know your battery life. Do what you need to do. Plus, you're going to have your camera open to take pictures all through the park. Right. That's true. So it looks like it's going to be a good time, and um, there's no uh, minimum pace that you have to uh, maintain for the 5K like there is for the longer races. No. They they would like you to be out of there before Animal Kingdom opens uh, Friday <laughs> morning, though. That would yes. be good. It did say in the transportation area of the 5K that the buses will stop running at 1 a.m. So you have four hours to run your race. <laughs> three hours then they feed you to the lions <laughs> <laughs> i like that I, i've been Be becky and i we stroll the 5k i've uh, character stops i've done them i've taken 90 minutes and, and there's plenty of folks behind us too i'm really excited for that one. Oh yeah you should be i think it's really neat it's something different something i don't know if they've ever had one that i know of certainly not in a long time so yeah, I, I wish I was going to be part of it. I'm a little envious, and I think it's going to be great. And I want to hear all about it, not only from you guys, but from our listeners, too. I think that would be wonderful. All right, how about the others? Let's move on to the uh, 10K. Yeah, the 10K and the 10-miler are both business as usual um, from everything that I saw. Uh, it's very similar to the past race weekends that we've had recently. Buses start at 3 a.m. You need to arrive by 4 um, self-parking is at Epcot. There's no monorail. That is something to note. There's no, yeah, that's odd. Yeah. For, um, e e any of the races at all. Yeah. It's pretty straightforward as far as, you know, the past race weekends that we've had. What do y'all think of the courses? I love them. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am so excited. I love, one of my favorite things is how much park time, or like park and resort, let me rephrase that, how much non-highway time we have on the 10K. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a good course. Unfortunately, the first couple miles are all highway. And I probably won't make much more than that. So I, I looked, actually looked, and I said, if I could just go here and cut this way and cut off the course and get into Epcot, but that would be cheating. I wouldn't do that. Oh, Bob, you can't do that. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Lexi, I think you, I think it was you or it was Jack a few weeks ago, a couple of episodes back, you know, had heard a rumor that they were going to bring the quote unquote old 10 K course back for this race. Uh, so you, you know, you gals, you know, hit the nail right on the head for that one. I'm excited for the 10 miler too, because of the studios area. Like we run yeah. all of Hollywood studios and it's going to be amazing. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. ma'am. Galaxy's edge. Something that we should have been doing last year for star Wars. <laughs> right. They bring back the star Wars section on a non star Wars race. Yeah. When, when I saw that, that course map, as the only member of the Rise Around podcast who will not be at Spring's Time Surprise, uh, needless to say, I need a prescription for FOMO because <laughs> it's bad. It's it's real, real bad. Now, Grant, I'm running my own race uh, the same day, but I got FOMO. Yeah. Well, as of yesterday, the Tower of Terror 10 Mile Air is now closed. That's correct. Last night. It was open in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? I mean, they might you keep watch on it. They might open it back up because I saw on Facebook some charities selling bibs today. I can't be more specific than that, but I saw some charities had a couple of ten miler bibs. But yeah, it closed. I actually looked for it in the morning yesterday during a customized training program Zoom call. Cha-ching! I mentioned it. Good. I. I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> we got it great we got it in That's good. um and it was open but then later in the day it closed so but i think what i read also about the charity bibs that are for sale they have to be finalized by tomorrow the 17th 17th that's right john i saw that too pam you're running the 10 miler right i am you psyched i am you know what i'm excited about we're running it backwards and I don't, I don't mean literally running backwards, but because uh, <laughs> you would fall. That's not I would yeah. fall. I'm not that coordinated, but yes, to go from Epcot to Hollywood Studios is, is I don't know, it's just different to go up the path that way. I'm worried that it's going to screw me up really bad going the opposite way. I might oh, absolutely love it, but in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to go the opposite way? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very like, I like things to be orderly and how they've been, and so. We'll see. <laughs> I kind of wonder with it being only at mile three that we hit that pathway. Uh, hopefully the congestion would, would kind of ease up a bit because that's oh, kind of early yeah. in the race. To yeah, I'm worried about that. Pathway. No, that's yeah. true. And it's still probably, I mean, just going to be sunrise whenever. Oh, no, it won't. It won't be. It'll be dark. It'll be dark. It's, it's dark in Florida now till 7 a.m. with daylight savings time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then yeah, yeah, it'll still be really dark at the boardwalk. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That should be very interesting. I do have to say that I hope people are really careful on the ten miler because running that way with all of the different terrains that early, and then especially with Hollywood Studios, there's a lot of different textures of the ground. I hope people are careful. That means that sunrise will be starting while 
the back of the Packers are in Galaxy's Edge. That could be some really cool pictures. Could be cool. Let's see. Pam's doing a 10-miler. John, you doing all of them? I'm doing all of them. Alicia, I know you're at least doing it. Well, you're doing the challenge. You're doing them all, right? Yep, I'm doing them all. Lex? I'm doing the challenge. Jack is doing just the 10-miler. Yeah, but Jack's got something else coming up the next week. I don't remember what it is. And because she's not here, we're not going to talk about it. Neener, neener. You know what? <laughs> I'll bet you if you tune in to Passport to Run, you'll be able to know what she's doing. Passport to Run. Okay, I'm making a check mark <laughs> over here. We've talked about Passport to Run. I'm just doing the 10K. I wanted to do the 5K, but it's sold out in 17 minutes. So I'm just doing the 10K. And I know I'm not going to finish, but by golly, I'm going to start and I'll get my medal. So I'm looking forward to seeing folks down there. And then I definitely, all kidding aside, I'll definitely be out there Sunday morning cheering folks on in the 10 miler. I got to get out a little earlier, you know, at a half marathon, I typically have an extra 30 minutes to catch you at the end, but 10 miler, you guys will be smoking it. Guys, sounds good. Glad to see that dropped. Anything else we want to talk about real quick? Yeah, I just want to mention that the virtual goodie bag is now also in the Digital Expo guide, um, and they do have the Disney Springs discounts back, which they didn't have for Marathon Weekend. So that will be really nice. Um, there's a whole list of those, and you just show your bib or your medal, and you should be able to get those at the places listed. They cheated us, Alicia. They did. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you there might have even been a discount for Dockside Margaritas. Just saying. Uh, there isn't. Who knows? <laughs> I could have afforded it. <laughs> there's, there's, that was, yeah, there's very rarely discounts for alcohol. Very rare. Uh, there's some good ones in there, though, gang. Look that one up. The Disney Spring discount. I'll tell you one that hit me right off. Uh, 20% at Art Smith's Homecoming. That's pretty good. I've already. Mm -hmm. uh, I got a brunch reservation there. That's a good oh, one. So jealous. If you're wondering where to find that. Whenever you get into the, the guide, you click on Digital Expo, scroll down to almost the bottom, and Special Savings at Disney Springs. And there's a link that has the list of all of them. One last thought on the digital guide. If you click the link that says Reminders, the lovely young lady walking along in the sunglasses and waving at the camera, that's our buddy Allie. She's famous. <laughs> Run Disney famous. Uh, good for you, Allie. I, I've already mentioned meet and greet. I will also tell you, and I'll mention this again in the next two episodes. We like to get together before the races start. And typically there's a stage and in front of that stage, there are bleachers. And if you're looking at the stage, we like to stand on the left side of the bleachers. Now I'm, I said this before, I'm relatively easy to find. Um, I'll be wearing, I plan to wear a bright orange long sleeve shirt. I know it may be warm, but I'm just going to be strolling. So it should be okay early in the morning. And we may look for you there. I'll mention that again in the next couple of weeks. All right. Springtime surprise. We got something else going on though. Uh, oh, and we did, uh, we did see the waivers. Should have signed your waiver electronically. Your Expo Pass should be available next week on the 28th. Wine and Dine registration is coming up, gang. Wine and Dine is not until November. Oh, this, I, I pointed this out on Facebook. You know, we just went to Daylight Savings Time, right? 
You know when we go off daylight savings time? The same day as the wine and dine half. So that's how far out wine and dine is. Wine and dine registration is March 22nd, 10 a.m. If you haven't done it before, if you got any helpful hints for anybody, now's the time to pass them along. Alicia, you've been doing this for a while. You got any hints for registration? Um, I do. So I would say log on before 10 o'clock. Um, sometimes the links go live early. Um, I always click the link as soon as it's live and then click one once it's supposed to be live just to make sure that I have one that will work. Um, and then if you have different browsers or different devices, that's always good to have different things. Mm -hmm. Every race registration is different. Sometimes the phone will go first. Sometimes the iPad will go first. Sometimes the computer. It just really depends. So I don't have like a specific browser or device that's going to be best. Um, and then having your Run Disney account logged on, it's not always a guarantee that the info will be automatically in once you're registering, but sometimes it works. So it's better to have it logged in than not. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, but that's what I, I got. Um, Pam, you've been registering for a while. You got any tips? Yes, never try to do it while on an airplane. <laughs> that that happened to me uh, a couple of runs ago. Um, and Bob, I thought it was you, but maybe it wasn't, um, that had the brilliant idea of having a, a Word doc with all the information you can cut and paste right into your registration so it goes a little bit faster. Um, not that Wine and Dine is necessarily one that sells out as quick as some of the others, but yeah, um, you never know. I mean, things have been a little bit um, different lately. But to have that information, especially, you know, if you have a long address and things like that, so yeah. you can just cut and paste right into the form um, and do not wait for anything. Just keep going. Thank you, Pam. I, people, you were listening to that. Actually, that was something I said. I don't, I think I said it on a Zoom call one time. And uh, the one I do it for is my credit card number because I don't have to copy it and make sure that I've got all the digits right. I just, what I, what I do is I have, like you just said, I have a Word doc. I have those things in there. And I just copy and paste. Save me a little bit of time. And Bob, also, if you're registering a, a spouse or, or somebody else, you can mm -hmm. do it on that same spot. You don't have to yeah. do a separate registration for them. That's actually what I was going to ask as one of my questions, because I'm very anxious to sign up for Wine Dine. This will be the first time I've been signing up for the race since 2016. Oh, wow. And, but my wife and my daughter, because she's now um, at the time of the race, will finally be eligible to run. Um, <laughs> we want to do the 5K as a family. Yeah. And so I've never done a registration before for multiple people. So I was curious what the process was. I mean, I, so I'm assuming I can keep, you know, be myself logged in the entire time. And then once I'm done with my registration, I can go in and then add them and almost have it be one full transaction. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yep. Yes. It, it will come up um, and there'll be a drop down link. So you'll finish yours and then it will say, do you want to register for anything else? And then you can click like who you're registering for and then put in the information when you're print. I guess we don't print the waivers anymore, but when you're doing the waivers though, they'll all be on your account. Okay. Um, just no, I'm they, not sure about that. that. That's changed Alicia. Oh, for, did it change for springtime? Uh, I, I had to transfer the waiver to my wife's email yeah. and she needed her, her own account. So I don't know how that would work 
uh, with a child, Greg. No, but, same uh, with Becky. Okay. Same yeah. with Becky. Yeah, I don't know about either. Yeah, I was going to say, um, my kids, you know, I ran with four of my kids for Wine and Dine 5K. It must have been, um, must have been 2018. And we didn't have any issues at that point trying to get all five of us registered before it sold out or anything. So if you're looking at the Wine and Dine 5K, I think you have the best chance of getting more people signed up for it before it closes. And then I guess a, a follow-up to that too, because so obviously we want to do the 5K as a family, and then I would like to do the 10K myself because seeing that the theme is Raya and the Last Dragon, my daughter is absolutely going to lose her mind over that. <laughs> so I want to participate in that. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of those things where obviously I think I'm going to, highest priority for me is the 5K. But I, again, I can keep the you know different race distances again all in the same transaction. Correct? It's not like I yeah. need to get re-back in the queue then so no, I can do no, the yes, 10K just for not. myself. Okay. Right, definitely not. Because I do Becky for the 5K and then myself usually for the, uh, usually for the challenge. We'll see what, how it goes this year. They'll ask you for proof of time. You do not have to put proof of time in at that point. You can come back. In fact, I suggest that you don't unless you happen to have it readily available because you'll need a URL to substantiate your proof of time. Uh, I suggest you go ahead, complete your registration, get your confirmation, and then you've got months to come back and update your proof of time. We'll keep you advised on when that has to be POT. And this is because of the pandemic, I believe, I don't know this, but it almost has to be goes all the way back to January of 2019. So that's going to help folks out. (laughs) It's going to help this folk out. I'll tell you that. So summarizing be online early. Uh, typically the links come hot as early as 15 minutes prior. I read, and I believe this to be true that if you, Click the link before the official time, which is 10 a.m. You'll be put into the queue randomly. If you click the link after 10 a.m., then you're put in sequentially. So, and my experience with it is would would validate that if we look back on the springtime surprise registration with all of you guys here, uh, we all registered, we all clicked the links 15 to 12 minutes early. And yet I, I think I was the last one to get through and that would just be random variation. No big deal. I think you're correct with that, Bob, because when, uh, we just signed up for, uh, moonlight madness, when they it said that right underneath, if you click before you'll put randomly into the queue, if you okay. click after 10 o'clock, you'll be next in next available queue spot. Okay, great. All right, gang. So look, good luck with that. That'll be. That'll be when we're recording. When we record our next episode, we'll know which ones of us are in, but that'll be for our listeners. That'll be before we release the next one. Hey, look, if you got questions about that, please ask us. Please ask us on the Rise and Run podcast Facebook group page or drop us a note at Instagram, and we'll see if we can't help you out. None of us work for Run Disney. We guess a lot, but we've done this before, and uh, we think we know where we're going. All right, let's move along. I said at the outset here, we've got a special guest, a friend, been a friend for years, Miss Fluffy Fizzies, Pam. Give us a little inside dish on the expo here. What's your favorite expo story? Nah, you don't have to do that. Why don't you tell us about Fluffy Fizzies and what you got going on for Springtime Surprise? For Springtime Surprise, we have some 
fun new things that we're going to be premiering, um, all having to do with themes. So we do have uh, actually, so for instance, the Tower of Terror 10 miler, we have two different products that we're bringing for that. One is, you know, kind of what we're known for, our cupcakes with the, this is going to have a skeleton key on top. Hey, Pam. Um, Yes. Can, I back, can I back you up just a second yes. and let's assume there's some, there's one lonely listener out there who doesn't know what fluffy fizzies is. Oh my gosh. You know what? You're absolutely right. There are some people that may not have even heard that of they, us. You know, maybe they live in a cave or something. I don't know. What can I say? No, you're absolutely right. Okay. So fluffy fizzies, what we're known for, we make bath and body products. That's sort of the the bottom line of what we do. We do a lot of things with a twist. We're most known for our muscle recovery bath bombs. And uh, you'll hear those called the cubes or the muscle recovery or the bounce back. There's a couple of names that we use for them. Um, Our goal is to make you feel better after the races, actually to prepare you for the races as well with some of our products. But um, that's really our goal is to give you a product that helps your body recover a little bit quicker, a little bit easier and, you know, especially if you're doing those challenges, that way you can wake up the next morning and feel, mm-hmm. feel like you can still run. So <laughs> yes, that, that is what we do. Um, we've expanded our products quite a bit. Number one, Disney is working against us in a way by every time they do a renovation, they remove bathtubs. And so oh, yeah, yeah. we've, we've had to come up with some unique products to counter that. So we do a body butter and we do a, a massage stick. Uh, we do have our shower tabs, which are really great for opening up the sinuses before you run. And then we have expanded into um, our ever popular compressed towels. So when it's yeah. really hot for a race, um, those things will save you. So no, good stuff. Those are good stuff for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, we initially created them so that everybody that wanted to go straight into a theme park after running, didn't have to go back and shower. You can actually <laughs> smell nice. <laughs> so we created them as post race. God bless you for that. To, to freshen <laughs> up. And you know, it, it, we, we have some fun scents. Some of them smell like maybe some of the resorts, you know, and some of them smell oh. like some of the attractions, you know, um, cool. So we do have some fun things there, but what I found marathon weekend, 2020 for anybody that ran that one, how hot was that marathon? That was probably one of the hottest races I've ever run. And I happen to have some in my pocket. I planned on using it after, but boy, did it save me during the race. So, um, use just a little bit of water. It expands. You can wipe down, you can freshen up and it just, it, it truly saved me during that race. So that's that in a nutshell, a very big nutshell is uh, is what we do and why we are at Run Disney as a vendor. How long have you been at the expo, Pam? How many so years? our first expo was Princess 2018. Okay. And we have hit every we've been at every weekend since, except obviously the ones that uh, we did not have exposed. No, of pandemic. course. Of mm-hmm. course. Now, you're also online, right? I am at fluffyfizzies.com. Um, and we offer pre-orders. So yeah. if you are wanting to just run into the expo, grab stuff really quick and leave, you can pre-order. We'll have the bags ready for you under the table, uh, ready to go. You walk up, give us your name, and we give you your bag. Now, now do Pam a favor. Don't go running up and say, hey, it's me. I'm here for my bag because <laughs> she has hundreds and hundreds of people. And as much as she'd love to remember all of you, 
her phone doesn't go off and give her a warning when you're in the area like it does when I'm in the area. Right. Every that's expo. Tri- that's true, well, isn't it, Pam? It is. That's Every true. expo, multiple times, I get an alert that Bob is in the vicinity, and I don't know whether it's a warning or something <laughs> you know, <to> celebrate. <laughs> you're just being kind. You know darn well what it is. <laughs> Pam, run and hide, run and hide. Bob's Bob's around, so I always know when Bob shows up at the expo, even if he's still out in the parking lot, it'll let me know. Alicia can find me, and Pam has her alarm going off. That's I don't know what to true. think. Of, I don't know what to think about that, guys. <laughs> Good thing I'm, I'm thick skinned. I don't know. Um, yeah, fluffyfizzies.com. You can pre-order. Uh, if you're not if you're not going to be at the expo, you can order for delivery. That's correct. We we do ship. Um, we ship all over the world. I have shipped to other countries. We've had um, products go through. However, sometimes they do get a little held up at customs. Um, they they're not quite sure what fluffy fizzies oh, are. Really? So okay. yes, yes. Sometimes okay. that, that gives yeah. a little issue. But we do ship, um, and we usually ship very quickly. Do you have any inside expo stories you'd like to share? You don't have to. Yeah, actually, you know what? It's not inside so much as a secret. It's probably just some inside information that a lot of people might not be aware of. Um, First of all, I know a lot of people. They're there for theme parks. They're there for fun. They don't necessarily want to come to the expo, but they Uh have to come to the expo. So we'll see a lot of people, you know, run through really quickly first thing in the morning, (laughs) get their bibs, get their shirts, and run right back out the door. Um, But if I can encourage people to stop at some of the expo booths, yeah. you know, most people might not be aware. These are the majority of the booths are small businesses, uh, family run businesses. So for instance, my dad runs the booth with me. So if you come mm-hmm. up and you talk to my dad and you're giving you your name to pick up and pre-order, you know, my dad is in his seventies and a little hard of hearing, but he's out there busting his butt every day with me during these expos. And, and just about everybody around me, they're married couples. Uh, we have, some that are sisters that help each other out. And so it's a lot of families, a lot of small businesses. So, you know, yes, we probably don't give you all the freebies you want when visiting these small booths, but that that's straight out of our pockets. And and this is how a lot of people make their living. So if I can encourage people to really stop at these small booths, you know, we may not have the big (laughs) glossy, um, booths that have that give me booth envy you know i had booth envy <laughs> princess when it came to pandora who was right next to me oh and cork corks like i mean these things were just they're built out by professionals three days in advance it's just crazy we're you know we get in the day before and and work for hours to get our boots up so um you know visit some of those small booths and, and know that you're helping a small business probably a family run business are you usually over near jeff or is that just coincidence uh, this whole year I've been there and our show manager knows that is my favorite location now. Um, so I'm usually closer to the exit. I used to be in that first row or second row every time. Um, but I think I found my home where we are closer to the exit. So I like uh, that. Yeah. I, you can I get like over the there. Oh yeah. You can get over there and visit with Jeff. You can go see coach twigs and talk about customized training plan. Greg, check that off the block for me, will you please? Ding. Okay. Uh, Thank you. All right, good. Uh, so I have a question. Um, what would you say? Well, it's twofold. First, what is your favorite thing about selling at a Run Disney Expo? And second, what is something that you wish people would know 
going into the expo? Oh, good questions. Oh, those are very good questions. Um, okay, so my favorite thing. So, you know, as a Run Disney runner, we have a Run Disney family, right? We all, oh, you know, yeah, we get absolutely. to know the runners. We look forward to seeing each other. There's a Run Disney vendor family as well. And um, I can tell you, I felt it the strongest this year. So my mother was, she used to also work the booths with us. And unfortunately, she passed in December and it was two weeks before marathon. So my dad and I said, well, let's, we're still going to go through with it. We, we want to go through. She lived for Run, Run Disney. Mm-hmm. And the reception we got from the Run Disney vendors it, it made me cry. Uh, when I when we arrived, the show manager gave us a bouquet of flowers that we kept in our booth the entire oh, that's nice. expo. Um, one, and then other vendors, first of all, they would either come up and, and just give their condolences. Some of them actually um, made some of their products to commemorate her. So Suzanne from Because Charms, she makes sneaker charms. And she made a sneaker charm with my mom's picture in it wearing her Minnie Mouse ears. So I now wear oh, that wow. on my sneaker when I'm working the expo. So mom's still with us for every expo. Um, I do have to say the customers are amazing. We have amazing customers. Um, so much so that, that again, once she passed and I put a, a note on some of the Facebook groups, she had within 24 hours, 850 people who commented or interacted in some way. And it's just, you know, the support you get, it's amazing. So there is a run Disney vendor family that is there as well. So, you know, that's some of the community, you know, it really is. And it's some of the best things about uh, selling there. Um, I'd say what, what would I like people to know is actually what I said before, which is that we are small businesses and you are helping to support families by visiting the expo vendors. Um, Obviously I'm talking about the ones that are in the shirt pickup building uh not right the, not, right not the, not, run not Disney, the merch uh, place no we know merch that place. No. right but, um but yeah you know it, by all means please visit them and um and support them in any way you can if it's not you know if it's not the right product for you because i know my products are not the right product for everyone you could still support in other ways by sending people there um i have someone who, who does um she does facebook videos with me every time she visits so there's there's a lot of ways to support those vendors well said well said john you had something yeah i'm actually on your website right now looking around uh bounce back wipes and the compressed towels are they the same thing or it it is we actually did a a change in packaging which i love the new packaging where it comes in a tube um it's much easier to run with it, it you know and actually do anything with even if you're visiting the parks you know, it, it's nice to clean up every once in a while. I don't know about you guys, but I no, usually right. feel pretty stinky and sweaty when I'm out there. So um, it's a nice packaging that we have now. So we did just change to to the compressed towels. Yeah, you had that for Marathon Weekend, I think, right? I did. I did. Yeah. We, we've yeah. we've had the new packaging. Uh, we premiered it at Wine and Dine, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Okay. And, and you have to tell us about your uh, cupcakes. So the cupcakes, you cannot eat them. That is rule number one. <laughs> well, uh, well, you can try. <laughs> well, and, and you know what? Our products are so natural, you actually can put it in your mouth. And we have yeah, had yeah. people put it in their mouth. It does not taste good. You'll learn your lesson really quick. <laughs> it won't take long. Um, but what we do with the, the cupcakes, we try to, to represent the themes of each of the races. 
the cupcake bottoms are the bath bombs. And then we do some frosting and usually a soap decoration. So when you see um, the pirate ship, okay, I have to say at this new, at this next expo at springtime, the pirate ship might be my absolute favorite. And um, so the pirate ship's made out of soap. So you can use the soap, you could save the soap, whatever you'd like to do. Um, I think that's my favorite out of the new ones we're going to be premiering. I'll have to look for that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, Becky will be by. Of course, of course. And and Facebook will let me know. I'll get a warning that you're also there. (laughs) But she can sneak in on her own. She can. Yeah. So you were talking earlier before about, you know, the different products that you offer. And you were, you know, obviously, I I think the our other friend Pamela, uh, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, you know, she had mentioned about how she loves buying your products. And she was at a room that actually didn't have a tub. Um, and you had made mention about like shower tablets. So, I mean, I know how a bath bomb works, but, but how, how does a shower tablet work? I'm very intrigued by this. So the shower tabs are there for aromatherapy. Um, for a springtime surprise, we'll have five different scents available. So all of them have menthol crystals in them, and that's to open up your sinuses. So what I recommend, put it in your shower, turn the shower hotter than you can even stand it. Get out of the shower, close the door for a minute. And then when you walk back in, you get hit by this marvelous aroma. So uh, we this time we have citrus, eucalyptus, peppermint, lavender, and a spa blend. And so if you're using lavender, it's good for relaxing the night before. Um, if you're congested, I highly recommend peppermint or eucalyptus. Um, so really, it's, it's an aromatherapy experience. Cool. Very That's good. awesome. You get hit. Boom. That's why she you calls do. them bombs. That's <laughs> right. You do get hit by it. It's not a shower bomb, but it's yeah, a yeah, bath bomb. <laughs> what is your favorite product? Oh, it depends on the day. <laughs> I have to say it depends on the day. The coolest part about owning a company like this is I test every product on myself. Um, so I have the smoothest skin in the world and my bathroom <laughs> always smells marvelous, but um, you know, and I had somebody ask if we ever test on animals. No, we test on ourselves and we test on our kids. And um, <laughs> so, so I, you know, I do take a bath personally every night I take a bath. And so I like to have something in there just, uh, you know, for the water softening of a bath bomb and the aroma of a bath bomb. Um, the wipes are probably top of my list right now, just because they come in handy when it gets so hot outside. And I know I'll, I'll be running with some in my pocket. And if you're on the course and you recognize me and uh, you, you need one, let me know. I'll probably have a bunch in my, in my pocket uh, that I could share. So th- those are some of my favorites, but it really depends on the day and, and what I'm doing, how I'm feeling. Always be marketing, right, Pam? Mile that's nine, right. that's 87 right. degrees. Look what I got. That's right. That's right. And quite often, you know, I actually, I don't know what I'm going to be wearing for the 10 miler, but quite often I will run in the very, very signature fluffy fizzies look that I have. If you ever come to the expo, uh, I'm pink glitter from head to toe. (laughs) Quite literally, there's glitter on my lips. Oh, the glitter lips. That's another fun product that uh, has been taking off like crazy at the last expos. So if you ever see those those famous glitter lips on people, they're coming from Fluffy Fizzies. Cool. Another question, because uh, I know my sister has really sensitive skin. Um, what what are the guidelines as far as like what you put in your products or how natural are they or, you know, all of that? 
disclaimer stuff. Yep. So um, they are as natural as we can possibly get. You can put it in your mouth. Um, I've had it in my mouth many times. If, for instance, you're doing, um, if you're looking at the compressed towels and you're allergic to fragrances, I would recommend the bounce back version, which is made with essential oils or unscented. If you're looking at uh, bath bombs, the bounce back um, line of products, they don't have any color in them at all. The color that's in there comes from the bentonite clay. But we do have we do have some products that have colors. So if you are concerned about um, the color in your tub, we have products that help that. If you're looking for all natural, we have products that have essential oils rather than fragrance oils. So um, we do have a lot of options. And what I would recommend to anyone is if you're at the expo, come on up to us, ask us, and we can tell you which products um, are the most natural for you. If you're allergic to specific things, let us know and we can help you with that. Um, and then if you're online and you ever have a question, uh, we have an email link at the bottom of our website, but info at fluffyfizzies.com is my email address. I will answer every email that comes in there. We do make special products for people. Um, actually, with, with doing our fundraisers now, you can design your own bath bomb that we end up selling. Oh. And uh, yes, and the fundraisers, need, you get a- We may need uh, to talk. <laughs> you get a great percentage um, of the sales as the fundraiser. So uh, we've done that for a couple of people who are running different races for charities and needed to raise some money. Um, we different organizations that that need to have fundraisers. So um, we can customize it exactly what you need. So do I need to make an appointment with the COO or can I just drop in? You know what, Bob, for, I'd say just drop in, come see me at the expo. Um, you know, oh, I you know love... I I love that everybody comes up. Some some people will come up not to buy a darn thing, just to talk to me. And I love that. I get to see you at every single expo. Um, and it's a great thing. So um, come on up and talk to us. You know, if, if you get my dad, he's probably going to say, hang on, you got to talk to Pam. And, well, that's uh, okay. I've talked to your dad too. He's a good guy. He and I, good and guy. I, I've talked to your mom on several occasions and I yeah. miss her too. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry about yeah. that. I tell you, she, she loved Run Disney. And she, she, she yeah. had the opportunity, she did a 5K with me, one of the Star Wars weekends. Um, and she did that while she was going through chemo. And uh, so she, she was uh, quite a, a champ there. Love run Disney. So look, gang, stop by and see our friend Pam. Even if you just go by to say hi, uh, you, you won't regret it, I promise. Pam and I have been friends for years. And I look forward to seeing her. And I know you will too. So, so do that when you're at the expo. Fluffy fizzies, say hi to Pam. Pam, thanks. Glad Thank you joined you us. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it very much. And if you come visit me, please tell me that you heard on the Rise and Run podcast. That'd be cool. Now, don't go anywhere. We're not kicking you off. But we're going to turn our attention now because it's time for the race report. We've got a couple of races I'll get to in a moment. But before we get to those, we've got a little bit of a belated race report. Alicia, what did you what did you do when yes. you were over in Hawaii? What did you do? <laughs> I did a lot of things that were yeah, fun when I was in Yeah, you don't have to Hawaii, tell us. No, we're just talking about it, the 10K, Alicia. Okay, the rest you can keep to yourself. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I ran the King's Runner 10K, um, which was, I've always wanted to do a race while I was in Hawaii, and they never... We're at the opportune time of when I was there, but this one was, and we, it was a down and back, 
Um, we went down to the ocean um, and back again. And as we were running, we got to see a lot of different street oh, art, which I love street art. And I thought it was so cool. Um, I put some um, in our Facebook group, the pictures, but I also got to see Lori, who is from our motivational uh-huh. running group. Um, she was running it as well. And it was her first race that she had done um, since the pandemic. So it was really cool to see a friend um, while I was there and get to run a race. Alicia, where was it on the island? What city was it, dear? You know, or was was it over by the hotel? We were on Oahu and it was down by Waikiki. Um, yeah, it started at the Blaisdell um, concert hall. Yep. And then we went over to the ocean um, down a little bit and came back. So That sounds like yeah. fun. You had a good time. Yes, I did. I definitely recommend it if you're there or you live there. <laughs> Enjoy. The, yeah. <laughs> Hawaii is a great place to run. Um, they run in Hawaii almost year round. Uh, you don't find too many events in July and August because it gets just a little too warm. But uh, the temperature is relatively moderate there. It, it does not get as hot in Hawaii in the summertime as it does here in Florida. So they can continue to run most of the year. I, I Obviously, I'm talking from experience. I was there a long time ago. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a great – it's it's really – it was really my first foray into distance running, culminating with the Honolulu Marathon in 1988. Before you were born, Alicia. It was. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Thanks for that report. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you're back with us, Alicia. All right, let's take a look at uh, who ran last weekend. You know who's missing from this list? I'm looking at my list here. I don't see Joe. Check that block for me, will you please, Greg? (laughs) I don't see Joe. I'll guarantee Joe's run something. And when this thing airs, I'll hear from him on Facebook. Hey, Bob, you forgot I was running. And I'm, he'll be right. He'll be right. But uh, I don't see what I do see is our friend Margaret over in uh, Winter Park, Florida. She finished the 10K Winter Park road race over there. Some goofy weather this weekend in Florida. Very high winds. And for Florida, it was cold. We had temps in the low 40s. We had wind chills in the 20s in March. That's crazy. Um, Jeff, our buddy Jeff in Indianapolis, Indiana, did the Great North Run, also a 10K. And Christina was in Montgomery, Alabama, running the Montgomery half. And I remember Christina talking about the weather there too. So weather was kind of rough this past weekend. Hopefully now it'll be better this weekend because we've got a bunch of folks running this weekend too. Our buddy from the customized training group, Nate, good old Nate. Nate's a good guy. Nate is running the Chambersburg half marathon in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. I think he's got his sights set on a PR. Yes, he does. Yeah. So good luck, Nate. I I, I know you're going to crush it. Been following your your runs on Strava, and and you're putting out some impressive paces. So you got this, buddy. Yeah, he does. He's and uh, Pamela, Pamela, who has been with us the last couple of weeks, is in Minnesota running the Hot Dash 5K. Yeah, I think it's probably named ironically. I'm not sure it's hot in Minnesota yet. Nevertheless, the Hot Dash 5K, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Pamela's running that. 
the Lucky Charm 5K over in Winter Garden, Florida, which is not Winter Park, Florida, but it's very close. Margaret's running that race there. And the big event this weekend is on Sunday, I believe it is. Yeah, the uh, New York City Half Marathon. Now, I've got three names, Jennifer, Jonathan, and Lynn on our list as running. I've got a feeling we probably have more folks than that doing it. They just didn't get on the list. So if you want to let us know after the fact, we'll mention it next week that you finished it. And we'll be looking for your reports on Facebook. And for that New York uh, City uh, half marathon, if you download the United Airlines app, you can track the runners and you can send them a cheer card. Oh, that's great, John. Thank you for pointing that out. I appreciate that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that for those free runners there. And I think that's pretty neat. Thanks. Okay. So we're coming to a close here for episode 23. Once again, Pam, glad you were with us. We'll have you back one of these days, I reckon. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks as we'll see many of you. Let me, let me please remind you again, as I stated at the beginning of the show, we've got a meet and greet on Friday at 2 p.m. at Duckside Margaritas at Disney Springs. We want to thank you if you've left a review. And if you haven't, do us a favor. Take the time, even if it's just a line or two, especially in Apple Podcasts, it makes a difference. It works in their algorithm for helping people find the Rise and Run podcast. So if you got time to do that, we would genuinely appreciate it. We have more, we may have more news about reviews in the next week or two here. Stand by on that one. Next week, we got an interesting show next week. Uh, we talk from time to time about our friends at the Will Run For podcast. They're going to be joining us for at least part of the episode. You don't want to miss that one. I'll bid you all a good evening. My friends, I'm looking forward to seeing you in just a few short weeks. I'm fired up, I'll tell you what. Until then, good luck with your training and happy running. The Rise and Run podcast discusses general information about Run Disney and is in no way affiliated with Run Disney or the Walt Disney Company. Any information or advice discussed on this podcast should not be considered medical advice and should always consult with your healthcare provider or event organizer.